today on City Cash Chicago. When I go out of town, like I did this past weekend, and people ask me where I'm from, honestly, I'm filled with a lot of pride to say Chicago. And without fail, the individual will reply with one of the city's many nicknames. Oh, the Windy City, Chi-Town, The Rack. Yeah, that got me thinking, where does Chicago get some of its most notable nicknames? Everyone's favorite shy historian, Sherman Dilla Thomas, a.k.a. Six Figure Dilla, stops by with all the answers. It's Monday, December 13th. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is CityCast Chicago. Before we get into it, do you have a favorite nickname for Chicago? I love Second City. And then just at this point in life, anything but Chirac is okay with me. See, good thing that in both of your answers, they they give us places to go because we're going to talk about both of those things. In fact, my graduate master's thesis was on the origins of Chirac, the history of it, where it comes from, yeah. uh, what it says about the city, and also the embodiment. So some of these other nicknames that we're going to talk about, I obviously have heard coming up, uh, but didn't always know the history of. So we'll start with your favorite, the Second City. Yeah, absolutely. So it's not, uh, most people would think of Second City uh, Theater, right? The, the acting court, but no, it's not that. Probably its first origins is like a travel log, this New Yorker writes. That's when it like cements itself into America. But why I like Second City is just it's our competitive nature, right? Uh, New York built Central Park sometime like the 1840s, 1850s. They have a guy by the name of Frank Olmsted designed Central Park. The big wigs in Chicago hear about that. And they said, oh, call Frank Olmsted, tell him he's going to come design two parks for us. So he designs Washington Park and Jackson Park, also in popular. We were second for a very long time. It's first said around the right after the Chicago fire, 1870s, 1880s, the first origins of Second City. So it's something that comes out around the fire, uh, after the fire, as we rebuild ourselves, right? A very literal sense of like the second version of Chicago. But then it's something that almost like Kevin Durant's story, it's almost like something that just kind of follows us, right? Kevin Durant was drafted second. He's always second to LeBron and second to MVP. So it's like, it's almost like New York was that for us throughout our history. And so we, rather than sort of falling under that or like lurking in the shadows, we really took that and ran with it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's appropriate for New York to sort of feel like uh, we're the second city to them. It's a lot of New York money that gets us started early on. A lot of our first mayors, first business people, first politicians, uh, New York is where they come from. It's okay for New York to call it second city. We're still better than them. <laughs> the thought pattern that other cities use comes from us. You know, the skyscrapers in New York come from the Chicago School of Architecture. We, it's, it's our movable bridges uh, that, that they duplicate and replicate, right? And so what New Yorkers kind of figured out is it, that it's the other way around. If it'll work in Chicago, it'll work in New York. And if it'll work in New York, then mm. it'll work everywhere, right? But it, it got to get started in Chicago. Yep. Second city to some, but number one to us. One that definitely sticks with it, and I never really knew the origins of, was the Windy City, mm-hmm. right? We at that part of the season right now where you go outside and the wind will fight your ass. <laughs> where does that that nickname come from? A couple different utterances, right? One, uh, it does get pretty windy. 
Mm-hmm. Um, the, the other thing is that, you know, like me, right, Chicagoans have always been able to talk their butt off, you know what I mean? <laughs> and they say it was full of hot air. We've always kind of had that slick talking moniker, if you will. Yeah, that gusto. But we got like a lot of old sources for that, right? You know, like when it starts to stick, it's 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 right before the World's Fair of 1893. And that's because, you know, we, we did some backdoor deals to get it. And then for sure, you know, after the fair is over, that's just what politicians uh, refer to Chicago as the windy mm-hmm. city. So a little bit of just that that physicalness, sort of like Second City, but also uh, something that's more metaphorical about the way the, the people move. And I mean, to this day, the politicians still talking talking that jazz. Uh, a nickname that gets pulled out of an old Sandberg poem. Uh, city of of big shoulders. It's not one that I was very familiar with coming up, but in in Carl Sandburg, Chicago, it opens hog butcher for the world, tool maker, stacker of wheat, player with railroads and the nation's freight handler, stormy husky brawling city of the big shoulders. Like all of those other things make sense, right? Hog butcher, we out here with the with the slaughterhouse and railroads. So many of them ran through Chicago, you know, stormy and husky. But this idea of big shoulders, when you hear city of big shoulders, what what is that uh what do you see in your in your mind's eye? All that he describes leads him to calling us that. You need big shoulders to be the hog butcher of the world. Mm-hmm. What you know you can't have little shoulders grabbing carcasses, throwing them on your shoulder and walking into the butcher drop. You know what I'm saying? Like the makers of rails need to have big shoulders to be uh, industry titans and not really care about your regulations and all that. Right. We're going to do what we want to do. But then all the way down to the literal laying of track, right? Swinging the, the hammer. Even that. I love the, those two, the uh, hog butchers of the world. Because no one born in the 90s knows what that means. (laughs) Right. Which is really, really ridiculous. I I was in 91, boy. And I ain't going to lie. I knew uh, when when I heard hogs and pigs, you know what I was thinking about. I definitely was not Uh, thinking about slaughterhouses in the middle of what is the West Loop. Maybe moving on. Right. right? (laughs) Moving on. Moving on. Right. We got baby, baby, baby. All right, that jingle was in the crib every day, all day, but uh, I wouldn't have known that the, you know, what is now parts of like the West Loop and and the South Loop at one point had hundreds of thousands, uh, if not millions of animals moving through there at one point. I mean, it, it probably still smelled, the, you could still smell the residual for, for 30, 40 years afterwards, but... They say on real hot days, you can't, the stench comes up through the brick and all that because we don't never really dig nothing up. We just build on top of it. Are you self-conscious about your smile? Do you only allow yourself a closed mouth grin? Well, with Aligner Experts, there's no reason for you to diminish your smile. As orthodontists, they have the privilege of witnessing the remarkable transformation of patient smiles, which often translates into a profound boost in their confidence. Yet, there always seems to be a deterrent. I ain't got the time, I don't have the funds. Luckily, Aligner Experts is redefining convenient and accessible clear aligner solutions. With customizable treatments, transparent pricing, and their cutting edge 3D scanners and dental monitoring technology, you can transform your smile through the convenience of your own schedule. 
Stop in at their West Loop or Lakeview Clinic today for your complimentary smile assessment. Aligner Experts, your destination for advanced clear aligner solutions. P.S. They got another clinic on the way, so stay tuned for their Old Town location. Now, one nickname that even you mentioned earlier, Chirac, it's a nickname that really started coming up in the, the early 2010s, late 2000s. You would start hearing it in drill music. And it's this idea that people were comparing Chicago's violence uh, to the state of violence in places like Iraq. The actual comparison in the news was that more people were killed in Chicago than number of troops killed in Iraq, which mm-hmm. is already is a terrible comparison. I don't think it's an adequate comparison. But what a lot of people don't know is one of the earliest people to make this comparison was Barack Obama. He's one of the first people to make that direct comparison of violence in Chicago to these number of troops in Iraq. And so what you started hearing uh, coming out of drill music during that time is this embodiment. Uh, it was almost like a badge of honor, people wearing this name, Chirac. This is drilling noise. I be with goonie goblins. Say some of them goonies popping. I don't have money problems. When was the first time you heard it, and what did you think when you started to see it? King Louis, uh, Shot, Chirac, drilling noise. Chirac, drilling noise. Yep. Yeah, it was the first time. And I thought that was clever, right? I just thought that, that was like some rap shit. I was like, oh, that's dope, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, Polo G and lost 50 people, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. to the streets, right? It's probably Chirac to him. That's their world, right? Mm-hmm. They don't know uh, Windy City. You know what I'm saying? Like, or, 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 or big shoulders. To the world, right? Like, so uh, on that instance, right, when I when I hear them saying it, it's, it's almost like us uh, saying the N-word, you know what I mean? In certain instances, like, I don't say Chirac because I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't live a Chirac life, right? You know, I don't have any ops. Ain't nobody busting at me. Um, it, it grinds my gears though when people who don't live in Chicago call it Chirac. It grinds my gears when they're reporting about it to to further that that negative association. When you do nothing to further the positive side of it, right? Like, you know what I'm saying? And the deployment of the term, especially by people who are not from here, ends up having the impact of cutting off empathy. Because if you could frame something as a war zone, then you don't have to take responsibility for it. Because what you didn't hear in that comparison is how many Iraqi citizens have U.S. policy been responsible for the death of? And if we reframe the lost life in Chicago as a failure of policy versus the actions of the people who live there, then we can't use the war metaphor because then we we would be responsible for taking accountability. And, and the way we framed parts of the South and West side of this city and the fact that a nickname like Chirac has come to uh, be a stand-in for these places, um, it, it is not the fault of King Louis. Word. You know, as you've been, uh, you know, traveling different places, New York, LA, and you're getting a better sense of like how people view the city. Do you see that there's this tension between how we see ourselves yeah. and how other communities try to portray us? Yeah, I do because once they get once once they say they're not from 63rd and call it Chirac, it's nothing but compliments. You know how we view the city. You know we we've allowed these outside news sources to kind of put this dark cloud over us and make us feel bad about ourselves. And, and 
what what I would like to change about how we see ourselves is the staying, man. Too many of us go to Chicago elementary school, Chicago high school, you mom will get your financial aid, you go to college, you break the generational curse. And then once you get that first $50,000 bonus, you buy an Olympia Fields. Like, no, bro. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to come back to the city, my man. It's crazy. <laughs> so much. Like, that story is so common. I'm like, I know people who live in Olympia Fields. You got to come back to the city. Because I tell you what, if me and 10 of my friends bought bungalows and Arvin Gresham, in seven years, Arvin Gresham would be the safest neighborhood. Just 10. Just 10. Those 10 salaries will be able to permeate and involve themselves in so many different things, you know. Whatever you call in the city online, call it home, mofo. Mm-hmm. A lot of the nicknames we talked about, right, they go back as far as the late 1800s, ones that came out in Sandberg poems and even proliferated with, with folks like King Louis. What do you imagine the next generation of Chicago's mm-hmm. nicknames like what? What is that next Chicago nickname? It might be something of a Latinx variety. You know, I, I see them very much taking over the city's main demographic. It's ten Hispanic uh, Latinx families in my neighborhood that wasn't here six years ago. Well, I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna push you. I'm gonna put your feet to the fire. Though I need you to come up with one. I, is oh, that... see, that's a good one. I, <laughs> I need... You know, um, uh, you know what I like? I like Dilla Land. It's a pretty good one. <laughs> Hope, I hope I'm doing my part. You know, I like I like our name. I just like Chicago. You know, just sounds good. We got the best name, best flag in the country. Well, Dilla, I appreciate you, man, so much that we talked about today. I'm gonna be real. I didn't know about. Uh, as always, it's a pleasure having you on City Cash Chicago, man. And I appreciate y'all, brother. Before I let you go, a little bit of news, y'all. Search efforts continue in Edwardsville in southern Illinois after an Amazon facility collapsed during Friday's tornadoes. 45 people made it out safely, and six people have been reported dead. The Bulls have a total of nine players in COVID protocol, including DeMar DeRozan, Zach Levine, and Ayo Dusumu. The Bulls are still expected to take the court tomorrow at home against the Pistons. If you ask me, we need to shut this whole thing down now. And some good news to get you through. It's that time of the year where everybody's sharing their best of 2021, their Spotify rap list. I see some of y'all with that CityCast Chicago as your top podcast. If y'all want to share some more love to us over here, you can nominate us as the best podcast in Chicago as part of Chicago Reader's Best of 2021 list. We're in the City Life category at ChicagoReader.com. For more stories and events, make sure you subscribe to our daily newsletter at chicago.citycast.fm. That thing is flame, I'm telling you. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to y'all tomorrow. Peace. All right. I don't know what that was.